Hello, hello. Welcome to the Sober Bartender Podcast, the show where we recover from life. I'm your host, Brandy Kelly. So we're nearing the end of the year. And with the year ending, we're also nearing the end of the Sober Bartender Podcast. Because starting in January, I am going to be rebranding and renaming and shifting the focus of the show, zooming out from sobriety, zooming out from being identified as a bartender, and uh, zooming more into um, our thoughts and turning our thoughts into matter. And we will be shifting to the Thought Alchemist, so stay tuned for that. But in the meantime, because we don't have a lot of Sober bartender episodes left. I wanted to, I wanted to dive into um, a topic that I think is really important and I would like uh, to have this into the world so that you can bookmark it and you can come back to this um, anytime you need, you know, either the reminder or the guidance or the support or the tips. Um, so today we're talking about quitting drinking is not a punishment for bad behavior. Why does it feel that way and what can we do about it? <sighs> so a lot of times it feels like you have to quit drinking because you messed up, because you made a bad decision, because you got a DUI. You, you, it feels like you're getting punished because you need to quit drinking. You're not able to see the blessing that is sobriety because somebody's saying you messed up and now you shouldn't drink or you can't drink. So I want to get into that um, and start out with why does it feel like a punishment? And one of the first things is social pressure. In most culture, in most cultures, social activities often involve alcohol. We're conditioned and pressured to conform to social norms. So quitting can lead to feeling isolated or excluded from certain social events. You know, that makes sense. Like, you just, you feel like you're not a part of because you're not engaging in that same behavior. Um, coping mechanism. If you use alcohol as a way to cope with stress, anxiety, or other emotions, quitting can leave you feeling exposed or vulnerable without your usual coping mechanisms, making it feel like a punishment because that thing that you did that made you feel okay is no longer something that you're allowed to do. That feels like a punishment. A routine disruption. If drinking is deeply embedded in your daily or week weekly routine, then quitting will definitely disrupt that routine. The absence of the familiar ritual of having a drink can be unsettling and feel like a loss. Also feel like a punishment. Emotional dependence. If alcohol has become a way to numb emotions or escape from reality, Quitting will force you to confront emotions and issues you've been avoiding, which can be challenging and feel like a punishment. Perceived social benefits. If you associate drinking with positive social experiences or enhanced social interactions, if you think everything's better with a drink or you can open up better with a drink, quitting will be perceived as losing those benefits, making it feel like a punishment rather than a positive change. Identity shift. This is a big one. If you strongly identify as a social drinker or someone who enjoys alcohol, quitting will challenge your sense of self. 
it's really difficult to let go of your identity associated with drinking. That's a big one for bartenders, people in the service industry. And I mean, you know, bar people in general, um, FOMO, fear of missing out. There may be the fear of missing out on enjoyable experiences or feeling left out when others are drinking. This fear can make quitting feel like a huge sacrifice. And then there's physical dependence. And this is more on the extreme and on the heavier side of drinking. For those of us who have developed a physical dependence on alcohol, quitting will lead to withdrawal symptoms, including but not limited to anxiety, insomnia, DTs, and even more serious symptoms like seizures and even death. The physical discomfort... Physical discomfort definitely contributes to the perception of quitting feeling like a punishment. All that being said, it's important to note that while quitting drinking may initially feel like a punishment, those of us who make this choice find long-term benefits in the way of improved physical health, mental well-being and clarity, emotional stability, and overall life satisfaction. Quitting is not a punishment. In my experience... Quitting drinking and staying sober is actually the greatest gift you can give yourself, your life, your future, and your loved ones. So that being said, if you want to quit, if you want to quit drinking, but you don't identify as an alcoholic or addicted, you just know that, you know, it's either gotten out of control, it's a problem, or it just doesn't serve your life anymore, there are some general strategies and steps you can follow that can be very helpful to help you quit drinking. The first one is to set clear goals. Define your reasons for quitting and set clear, achievable goals. Whether it's improving your health, relationships, or overall well-being, having a specific objective can motivate and guide your efforts. Um, the second thing, seek support. Let your friends and family know about your decision to quit. Having a support system is crucial during this process. Share your goals with loved ones who can offer encouragement and understanding. The third thing is educate yourself. Learn about the effects of alcohol on health and well-being. Understanding the benefits of quitting can reinforce your commitment and help you make informed decisions. Number four, create a plan. I always say, fail to plan and plan to fail. Develop a detailed plan outlining how you will quit. Consider setting a quit date, identifying potential triggers, and planning alternative activities for times when you would usually drink. Number five, build healthy habits. Replace drinking with healthier habits. Engage in activities that bring you joy provide relaxation, or contribute to your overall well-being. This can help fill the, bo- fill the void left by alcohol. Number six, this is a tricky one, avoid triggers, at least at first. Identify people, places, and things, situations, emotions, and environments that trigger the desire to drink and try to avoid or cope with them in a healthy way. This may involve finding alternate ways to manage stress or seeking professional help. I also suggest taking a different route home so you're not driving by the bar or setting up a coffee date when you would normally meet up with people at the bar. There, um, If you get home and you have your glass of wine, have like a plan to have a hot cocoa or, you know, a special coffee that you make for yourself with like a dollop of whipped cream. Just have a plan 
in place of when you normally treat yourself with that beverage. Um, number seven, professional assistance. If you find it too challenging to quit on your own, consider seeking help from a healthcare provider or therapist. They can provide guidance, support, and resources to assist you in your journey. It's it's not wrong to look for help, for professional help. I highly recommend I go to therapy. I recommend people go to therapy. Um, it's not bad. It doesn't mean you're too far gone. No one's going to come and lock you up. Um Highly recommend it. Number eight, join a support group. Attend support groups such as Recovery Dharma, AA, or Smart Recovery. Sharing experiences with others who are going through similar challenges can be both reassuring and motivational. Number nine, celebrate milestones. Acknowledge and celebrate your achievements along the way, no matter how small or big. I just, a couple days ago, hit three years without a drink or a drug. Three years in a row. Amazing. Um, whether it's one day, one week, or one month without alcohol, recognizing your progress can boost your confidence and motivation. Don't let setbacks get you down. Every day that you get up and continue on, you are winning. You are not failing. You don't start over. You just, every day that you keep going is a win. And the 10th thing is focus on the positive changes. Pay attention to the positive changes in your life as a result of quitting. This may include improvements in physical health, better sleep, enhanced relationships, and increased productivity. Remember, guys, quitting drinking is a personal journey, not a punishment. And what works for one person may not work for another. It's important It's important to tailor, tailor your approach to your individual needs and circumstances. There is no one-size-fits-all fix. If you're struggling, don't hesitate to reach out or seek professional help to ensure you have the support and guidance necessary for success. And as always, if you have any questions, any concerns, if you're ever looking for some uh you know, support or guidance. You can find me on Facebook at Brandy Kelly and there is the Sober Bartender Facebook group. You can always join in there and ask questions. And you can find me on Instagram at the Sober Bartender Podcast and on YouTube at the Sober Bartender. And I just really appreciate you guys being here. It's uh it's been an incredible year and I can't wait to see what the next year holds. If you're enjoying the podcast, please take time to like and subscribe and follow. If you do uh, subscribe and follow, you will be notified anytime a new episode is released. Put out new episodes every Wednesday at 5 a.m. Central. And I will talk to you guys next Wednesday. Bye.